This is Shine On, the health and happiness show, with new episodes every week on how to live well. Shine On is heard all over the world as a podcast, but it's heard first on the radio in New York's Hudson Valley. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. How does this sound to you? That's one of my singing bowls. I don't know what key it's in or what chakra it resonates with. I just like the way it fit in my hand. So I bought this up in Woodstock a few years back. Have you ever had a sound bath, a gong bath? Have you ever gone to a crystal bowl healing or a sound healing of any kind? The really wonderful, wonderful places to relax and let the sound move through your energy field. You know, if medicine uses shock waves for muscle trauma, even to bust up kidney stones, I can only imagine that beautiful sounds coming off brass and crystal bowls can jiggle a few things free in your aura, even in your body. Or maybe it'll just make you feel so peaceful. Michelle Clifton is our guest. She shares her work in two new books, Soul Aligned Business and The Energy Medicine Solution. You can meet her at Barnes & Noble in the Cortland Town Center soon. Michelle was part of the last Shine On Retreat for Women. She'll be part of the next Shine On Retreat for Women in July in Garrison. And today she's going to help us understand what sound healing is all about. You know, I've studied so much energy healing because I guess it's also energy healing with sound um, because I started studying energy healing in 1987. I started with Reiki and then I went on to study Jinjin Jitsu, which is an ancient Japanese healing art. And I studied with Miatik Verkus, who does healing with the auric field. I studied so many different things. On my path, I became a licensed massage therapist and cranial sacral therapy. And I think that I've incorporated all of these healing techniques and learning into who I am today. I ultimately, because of these trainings, got led to... Tibetan singing bowls or Himalayan singing bowls, which are both the same things, just with different names. And I think that what the Tibetan singing bowls brought to me was a whole sense of being really comfortable within my own skin, feeling so relaxed, and a profound thing happened just for me, when I realized that we only heal when the subconscious mind is on board with healing, and I went through a kind of a health crisis, and I wasn't really getting any better, and then I learned that I had to clear all kinds of things that were in my subconscious mind. I began to meditate with the Tibetan singing bowls. They would take me to a very deep place, and I was able to emotionally clear all kinds of things that ultimately my body has healed on so many levels, and I feel that I am the healthiest I've ever been. And I love sharing 
the the sound of the bowls and the deep experience that it can bring to people and a deep healing can happen with that experience. I know that you've experienced it yourself on a profound level. As we all know, just music has this wonderful, when we're listening to music we love, it just calms us and makes us so happy. Sound healing with the Tibetan singing bowls is so relaxing. When I play in a sound bath where people are able to lie down and be in a really comfortable position, I bring bowls around and place them on their bodies so that you not only hear the sound, but you feel it with your body as well. We're talking to Master Sound Healer Michelle Clifton, and we're talking about the power of the magic that she brings to a sound bath, and she's going to be appearing in uh, Westchester very soon. Now, when you say you had to get your subconscious mind on board with healing, and that, you know, using your Tibetan bowls and your singing bowls, you were able to do that, get your subconscious on board. Were you aware of the individual things that you were clearing, or were you just aware there are things in my subconscious that were there that are no longer there because I feel freer? I would say it's a combination of both, because before my introduction to the Tibetan singing bowls, I had gone through a lot of personal emotional work and was aware of different things. And in the one chapter in my book, The Energy Medicine Solution, I talked about being raised by a suicidal mother, which has a tremendous impact on your life if you are always wondering if you're going to have a mother and are always having to worry about that. So that was one of the things that I know I cleared in earlier experiences. But on the, I think the second time I had bowls placed on me, I just started sobbing. I just Mm -hmm. broke out into this deep, deep sobbing, and it came up in my mind, you know, like some of these past experiences, where then I knew at that moment, in a very deep level, that I was clearing. It was like a surprise to me. I just Mm -hmm. had no idea that I was going to have this experience, but it then, you know, once going through it, it's like it cleansed me. It was, I don't know, I just felt lighter and felt so fabulous. And I feel like the bowls make me so happy. You know, Mm -hmm. I play them every day and they just, you know, they clear my mind. Any kinds of thoughts that are racing just disappear. And I feel like it's I live in a new world, you know, of sound bowls. Michelle Clifton, our guest, and this, what you're experiencing, I have seen time and time again, and when I work with sound healers, I always ask them to remind the audience at retreats and things that this is no, this is nothing to be taken lightly, that a sound healing, a sound bath, sitting down in the dark to listen to these beautiful bowls can have a huge impact on people's hearts, minds, spirits, nervous systems. This exact same thing you're describing happened to my dear cousin, Lisa. She's a very hyper person, I would say. And she sat down at one of these uh, sound healings at an outdoor market and just one note on the singing bowl and she burst into tears and she fled. She was like, I'm not ready. Whatever that was, I'm not ready. (laughs) And it really came 
can be so surprising. And it's taken her several other attempts to go back and sit through the sound healings, and now she can finally relax with it. But talk to that that situation where where a sound pierces a person and they're brought to tears. And I, I can see where some people might be frightened of it, and I guess it's a matter of if the body is ready to process, because I don't know how many people are aware, but when you're in some kind of a traumatic situation, and if you aren't able to deal with it, it gets held in your body. And it can be held in different places where it can be that it's a painful kind of thing, or it can be held on a deeper level where you're just not even aware of it. And so a particular note or tone may just be the thing that awakens it. And if you're ready to process it, it then can cause this very deep reaction where you can sob. I'm sure you can probably scream. You know, there can be a lot of different ways that you react. And it's the body beginning to process this emotional or physical pain that you've had. And, you know, we've all had experiences that we may have locked away or we may just not want to think about, but they may be holding us back from something either health-wise or something we want to do in our lives that can just be so freeing. And with that kind of anxiety that we have on a daily basis, the sounds of the singing bowls, it's like it just melts away. It's profound. And sometimes you may know what you're healing, and sometimes you don't know what you're healing, right? That's true. And But you may just feel lighter. And it may be something that later in your life you become aware. Oh, that's what happened at that moment. But I know it was a good thing happening, you know, within me. And I think people that may not be ready to process things, it might be an uncomfortable feeling, but it also can be a very freeing and healing experience. And also, it can just be a wonderful experience where you're not necessarily healing something deep, Mm -hmm. which I I don't want people to be frightened of because it's so wonderful. You know, it's just very relaxing. It was the most, I think, in my life, just having a bowl placed on my body and then played. It just, I have never had an experience like it. And it was, I would say I was very high strung before. And this has just calmed my whole soul. I know you, your bowls, and and you travel with many. um, Each one has a different, what, what word do I want to use? Each one has a different focus. Each one has a different purpose. Each sound has a different, I mean, each bowl has a different frequency. And I do, I now have probably at least 40 bowls. I usually travel with 15 to 20 of them. I have a set that is the, the chakra set that goes from a C all the way up to the B. Each sound resonates with a different chakra in the body. And chakras are, you know, wheels of energy that we have in the body. So certain frequencies, someone will respond to that particular bowl. I just played bowls yesterday. I play in an elder 
senior living facility in New Jersey once a month. And this one woman said she, she was always waiting for me to hit this one pole. And she said, I'd be sitting there and thinking, oh, when are you going to hit that one pole? It's my favorite. <laughs> and I just melt when you play it. So, you know, it was really fun to hear her say that. Now, when you're sitting down with, say, 20 bowls, do you know mm-hmm. I'm playing heart chakra, throat chakra, root chakra? Are you doing it in a particular order or are you just flowing with where the spirit leads you? I'm actually doing a combination of bowls because some of the bowls played in a certain order start the brain to relax and I always play those in the beginning in that particular order but then as I'm going along I in a sense just trust my intuition and I'm not thinking specifically oh this is for the heart or this is for the root I'm more just going with my feeling and as I'm playing I feel that I go into a meditative state myself and I can feel the feeling in the room and feel if there's somebody who maybe is resisting and I will maybe say something about relaxing. Or when I place bowls on people, I realize once, usually in the beginning, I'll say, if you want to move the bowl, please, you know, lift it and move it to where you want it to be on your body. And in this one situation, I realized, I think there's someone in the, I forgot to say it in the beginning. And so right in the middle, I said, if If you want to move a bowl, please feel comfortable doing that and put the little sticky pad wherever you want so it doesn't slide off your body. And within a second after saying it, two people in the room picked up the bowl and moved it. And I knew I had to give them permission because it wouldn't have been something they would have done ordinarily. Isn't that amazing? So their intuition was saying, you know, it's not quite right here. Let me move it elsewhere. But nobody's going to touch a bowl until you tell us to. And I'm (laughs) always surprised after an end of a session with you that you're actually still in the room because it feels like you just evaporate into like pure love beams you know and that you're actually still in your physical body when I open my eyes is always a surprise like she's still here Well, that's nice to know that I'm sending out the, the the love buys. I, you know, I've had I've been asking people lately, you know, to write testimonials, you know, to put up on my website. Mm-hmm. And this one person just said I exuded pure love, yeah. you know, through the whole session. And it's not something I'm not necessarily aware of, but it's so nice that that is the feeling that people get. And I, I'm wanting to create a space where people can go wherever they need to go in in the process, um, whether it's just to enjoy the sounds, if it's to process something, and to just allow themselves to come to a very deep and healing space. Now, you are in two books that are out currently, and you're going to be doing a book signing at the Cortland Town Center. Tell us about these books. One book is called The Ultimate Guide to Creating Your Soul Aligned Business, and it's 25 Practical Strategies from Experts. And what I love about this book is it's giving people's 
personal stories of how they became successful in what they do. And many of the people are healers or there's an organizer, there's uh, someone who creates retreats that helps people with that. There's, you know, like a communications and tech person. Uh, you know, it's a whole range of nutritionists, all kinds of different businesses. And people tell personal stories that usually when people are telling you about how to be successful in a business, it's not the personal story you're getting. You're getting something much more structured. And I have to tell you, there's just incredible information in that book. And anyone who's interested in starting a soul-aligned business, something that just resonates or sings with them. It's a fabulous book. Um, It's called The Ultimate Guide to Creating Your Soul-Aligned Business. And I've written a chapter about doing sound healing in my practice. And the other book is The Energy Medicine Solution, Mind-Blowing Results for Living an Extraordinary Life. And the lead author on this is Jacqueline Kane, and she's going to be at the book signing with me, and she's going to do some kind of healing with the audience. I think it's going to be an ancestral clearing, which she does so wonderfully. And I have a chapter in that book that's talking about my initial learning of singing bowls and how it's impacted me and how it totally took away the pain I'd had in my my knee. And all of these stories tell about different healers who have reduced pain, eliminated pain in people's bodies with what they're, the route they've taken. So there's all kinds of people who've dealt with animals. I think there's two nutritionists, two people who work with crystals. It's just a wonderful book that's not only telling people's personal stories, but what they have done with people to help with their healing and reducing pain in their body. Michelle Clifton, our guest, a master sound healer. For anybody listening who wants to try this for themselves, do you suggest a starter bowl or a starter set or any guidance for anyone who wants to give this a try? (laughs) Well, there's all kinds of places you can go that offer small bowls that people probably would start with. I'm actually a teacher trainer for the International Academy of Sound Healing out of India. I do a certification in their first level. And in that level, I'm teaching for bowls. There is one bowl of that group that I think if anyone got to the point and wanted to spend a little more money, the bowl is for the entire body. And this bowl, the sound rings for a very long time after you hit it or strike the bowl. For sound healing, you often want a soft mallet, which many of the other mallets, most people think of you play going around in a circle, like doing a glass to make the sound. If you're going to be wanting a really tremendously relaxing sound, it's nice to have a bowl where you're hitting with a soft mallet and ringing for a long time so it allows you a really deep relaxation. I would say trust your intuition if you're looking for a bowl. Trust to go. There are a lot of places you can go to the IASH 
website and get theirs. They're more expensive. There's Silver Sky out of Nebraska that offers very high quality bowls. Or just, you know, you're drawn to some place that has bowls and listen to them, you know, play them yourself and see what you're drawn to. Because if you love that sound, it's going to be very healing for you. The difference between the metal uh, Tibetan bowls and the crystal bowls? Well, the metal bowls, of course, have a great ancient history and have been being used for centuries, initially probably more for food storage and then eventually for healing. The crystal bowls are much newer, and they were a byproduct of making little chips for computers because they could be heated to like 1,500 degrees. Sometimes in the bowls you can see where that may have happened. I've tried playing them on people. I was not successful. The sound would not continue when you put on the body. Someone told me they were able to do it, but I haven't been able to. They have a more sort of higher pitch sound. I always bring, I have eight crystal bowls, and I always bring one or two when I'm traveling. But I guess because I have had my own profound experience with the Tibetan, the metal bowls, those are the bowls that... I love the most. That's Michelle Clifton, Master Sound Healer. Meet her Saturday, March 25th, 1.30 at Barnes & Noble in the Cortland Town Center. She'll be talking about two books, Soul Aligned Business and The Energy Medicine Solution. Michelle Clifton is in both books. You can find out more at sonicbowls.com. That's sonicbowls.com. I hope you meet her soon. It's like meeting an angel. She's really special. And she'll join us at Graymore Retreat Center in Garrison for the You Are What You Seek Women's Retreat that is coming up in July. Find out more at caseysplace.com. With all this talk of sound today, let's make our mission for the next few days to really tune in and be hyper-present to the sounds we love the most. Maybe you love listening to your favorite music or your favorite album, but maybe there are some everyday sounds that fill you up as well. I love to listen to the birds. So grateful more and more coming back to the Hudson Valley every single day. You know I love to listen to my chickens. I'm always imitating them, talking back to them. But maybe you love to hear the sound of your children's laughter or the sound of the food processor when somebody's making pesto sauce. How about the pop of a champagne cork? My mother would always yell, oh, they're playing my song whenever she heard a champagne cork. Having to get up and travel early in the morning in the winter, I love to hear the sound of the big, heavy snowplow coming down the street with chains on its tires and the swoosh of the plow against the road. When I hear that as I'm lying in bed before I get up in the morning on a snowy day, I know my drive to work is going to be a little bit easier. Listen for the sound that the liquid makes as you're pouring the wine into your glass. That little cluck, cluck, cluck. Slot machines and xylophones. Remember your favorite sounds and put your ears in front of them. And when you hear them, soak yourself in them. Ooh, the whistle of a tea kettle. That's a good one, too. Hi, it's Casey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shine On. Let it shine. 
the nonprofit that was born out of this wonderful gathering has celebrated its third anniversary. We did that last weekend at the Hudson House in Cold Spring. Let It Shine is three. Giving away free prom dresses again this season and looking forward to our outdoor markets. Find out more at letitshineonline.com. Also want to say thanks to the Westchester Women's Summit. I so enjoyed the women I met there when I gave a little talk about public speaking and how even if you hate it, you can have fun with it. And I'm going to put that information up in an ebook at caseysplace.com so everybody can share it too. Okay, our thought for the day is from Walt Whitman who said, I think I will do nothing for a long time but listen and accrue what I hear into myself and let the sounds contribute towards me. Shine on. You've been listening to Shine On, the health and happiness show with new episodes every week. It's your time to shine on. Shine on.